0: Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff, How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart podcasts.
2: It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting
1: like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more.
2: Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown up Stuff.
3: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs in schools.
1: They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was
4: trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment.
1: Join my host as they
3: unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins.
3: Hey, everyone. So we are back with another episode of This is Paris. And today we have a very interesting guest. His name is Dave Asprey. And he is a biohacker. He's a genius. I actually met him when we were in Abu Dhabi. We were both speaking at the Milken conference. And he was just so nice, so cool. And uh, I've been following him ever since. Hunter, have you heard about him?
6: Yeah, I have. Uh, I think most people, especially in LA, have heard of Bulletproof Coffee. And then that made me do a little more research. And his whole plan on living to 180 years old, at least, uh, hooked me. And I kind of started learning more about him. And I'm really excited to ask him some questions today, because what an interesting guy.
3: Yeah, I want to live to 180. That's
6: cool. Oh, my. Well, you're you're going to live to a thousand something Paris. It's that's no doubt. It's just the rest of us I'm worried about. Um, But how about we bring him in and let's meet Dave Asprey. Yes. Paris.
3: Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you? I'm so excited to have you on the show.
7: Oh, thanks for having me on. It's really good to see you again.
3: Yes. That was so much fun. I was just telling Hunter that we're in Abu Dhabi speaking at the Milken Conference and that we just connected and you were just so inspiring to me. And um, yeah, that's why I was really excited to have you come on here and talk with us.
7: Uh, Likewise, Paris, Uh, you know, we all have our our public personas, but I still remember sitting in the back of the car uh, with Carter going to whatever conference um, speaking thing we were doing. You are quite the business person, (laughs) like way way more than your public appearance will let on. I I was really impressed.
3: Thank you, yeah, I've always been little underestimated for a while, but I'm happy people are finally seeing (laughs) who I really am.
7: Well, it definitely shows when you get a chance to see you one-on-one.
3: Thank you. (laughs)
6: Yeah. Did you guys bond over that, the idea? Because, you know, I think, you know, like Paris said, people uh, doubted some of the things that she's done business-wise. And obviously, Dave, everything you're doing shocks a lot of people because you say things like live to 180 and you have all of these doubters, but- Everything you've been doing has kind of been proving you right.
7: So how's that been for you? Well, my latest blood test just came back and it says that I'm 11 and a quarter years younger biologically than my chronological age. So to all the haters who say it's not possible, well, um, I'm going to be around longer than you and I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
3: I think it's, I, I just have been so interested. I've been following you and just listening to everything you've been saying and, um, your company sent me all these products. I've been wearing like the yellow glasses and like, just like learning all of these like biohacking things and reading your books. And it just, I think it's amazing. Like, how did you get into all this?
7: Paris, I used to weigh 300 pounds. I was probably the opposite of you when I was young. I, I mean, I was, I was really heavy and I was working on my career, but my brain stopped working and I got kind of desperate. And when the doctors that I went to said, maybe you should try to lose weight. I'm like, I go to the gym an hour and a half a day. It's not like I'm eating Snickers bars all the time. Uh, I just finally said, I have to do this myself. So I started learning and I started experimenting and eventually it led to bulletproof, which is more than 500 million in revenue over the years. And now upgrade labs where all the gear that I use, stuff that you could only get if you were, you know, Paris, or you're a Navy SEAL, or, you know, a professional athlete, maybe we should all have access to that stuff. Uh, So, doing that as a franchise has been a big thing for me, but it's really just about making it accessible because, yeah, I spent a couple million dollars fixing my biology, but maybe I shouldn't have had to.
3: Well, it's amazing Mm. that you've done all that work. So now that you can share it with everyone else. So, I, I thank you for that. And I love what you're doing with your franchises. And I think it's so important, like, I saw that as well. And I actually built like a wellness center in my house called the Sliving Spa. I have like the cryo belt cryo chamber. I have a hyperbaric chamber. I have the Balancer Pro lymphatic drainage suit. I have all the lights. I have like, um, hydrophane. I don't know, basically everything at home. So it's pretty sick. And I love that you're like having these franchises now of these type of things like all around the world. So everyone can be able to enjoy that because not everyone could have that in their house, obviously. It-
8: You
7: know what a pain it is to get all that stuff in your house and to set it all up. And on it, I went through the same thing and figuring out what worked and what didn't work. And I'm upstairs from like the first floor of my place is all gear. And I just said, you know, what if everyone could do that? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because for me, I can show up in a way I couldn't before. I I don't get jet lag anywhere on the planet. Uh, I'm never hungry. My brain just stays dialed in. And it's, it's, something I'm really grateful for because it's so easy to just get, overworked and get really tired, especially, I I mean, I I look at your life, I'm like, man, you're under studio lighting all the time. And I I think you probably have more intense travel than I do. And it takes it out of you, but you learned how to put it back in, which is really, really cool.
3: Mm -hmm. So so I would love to ask your opinion on this. Like, what do you think out of, you know, everything that you could do um, with all these machines and the technology available? Like, what are some of your favorites?
7: Well, one of the the best things out there is light therapy. And I have a company called True Light that makes a device that's in Upgrade Labs. And it uses red and infrared light, which makes your, your skin healthier and it makes your biology healthier. But we add another color of light in the yellow spectrum that's shown to thicken collagen so you have better skin and also to help with small blood vessels. So I do that every day. And I have it here. In fact, I have it like, this is our, our version for doctor's offices, like right next to my desk. Mm-hmm. And like, I turn wow. that on. Every it morning I wake up.
3: Too. I do. It really works. Like, it's amazing. Like what light can actually do, like the effects it has on you. Cause every morning that's what I do. I lay under the light and it's just like, makes my day so much better.
7: It, it's really incredible that something so simple, you think, how could that be? But if you go back in 10 or 20 years, you could even make lights that did this. We didn't have the technology. So artificial intelligence and material science and all this uh, pretty detailed stuff is unlocked other levels of human performance and anti-aging. But most people just say, Oh, that's not possible. Therefore I'll never do it. And they remind me of the people saying, we'll never fly. And meanwhile, you've got like the Wright brothers building an airplane. And then they said, well, there, I just did it. That's why I said, I'm going to live to at least 180. Like I think mm-hmm. we can do 50% better than our current best. I, I have a hundred years of research <laughs> going forward. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's, going to happen and you and me and other early adopters are likely to get the most benefits and we're going to pioneer it so that it becomes available for everyone around the planet it's our new standard oh of course you should live to 180 why would you you know die of old age at 90 at that's not right that's the world we're building
6: hmm. okay so for those that don't have the light at their house you know i mean plenty of people in uh America uh, and in cities like L.A. and New York, who still are not aware of the light or have it. But then you think of other countries where the technology is way, way, way uh, at a lower pace. What what do you recommend for people who may not have access to stuff like that?
7: All right. There's two answers to that. One is that you're lucky that you're in one of those countries from one perspective. Um, In Africa, we didn't have cell phones, so. It took a long time. It was really expensive to do cell phones in the US, but in Africa, the adoption came on really rapidly and it was actually much cheaper. And that's why you can get a cell phone for a dollar a month. So if you're in Mm -hmm. a part of the world where this isn't available yet, when it comes to you, it's going to be 10% or less of the cost of what it costs here. And in the Mm -hmm. meantime, uh, Paris, you mentioned cryotherapy. I've got a cryo chamber downstairs. We do one at Upgrade Labs at the, the Beverly Hilton. And cryotherapy is really powerful. It's you know, liquid nitrogen, chilled air, uh, and it's, it's powerful, but so is a cold shower. So anyone on most of the planet, unless you're somewhere where it's really tropical, cold water is available. And if you just expose yourself on your, your forehead and chest to one minute of cold shower, you do that for three days in a row, it'll shift your body's ability to make energy. You actually feel better all day. You burn hundreds more calories. And it doesn't require all that heavy-duty tech. And you'll hate it for the first three days. You'll say, Dave Asprey's a jerk. He told me to put cold water on my face and it hurt. Just stick with it as long as you can for the first three days. And on the fourth day, you're going to say, that was the best experience. I love my life now. And it just takes three days to change your cells.
0: This is Paris. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp.
1: They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us.
4: This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption.
0: We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish.
4: Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose, It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Would it be okay after doing something like an intense workout where maybe your body heat is naturally way up anywhere or a steam room and then still doing the 60 seconds of the cold water or would that
7: kind of like negate the effects because you're just getting back to neutral. I wouldn't do it right after exercise. If you got injured or something, yes, but it turns out that cold right after exercise removes some of the benefits of the exercise mm. um, unless you're like overtraining like a pro athlete or something there's cases for it but for most of us no you don't want to do that but if you're doing sauna cold sauna cold going back and forth ending on cold is what you want to do so you do sauna then cold because that cold tells your body there might be an ice age and the body says maybe I should get better at burning fat and then it does burn more fat all day long so it's just about a signal from the world around you telling your body hey behave yourself get lean Look good and have more energy. And that's what everybody wants. Mm. So,
3: okay. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what you're supposed to do first because I have the the sunlight and that that LED, the red sauna. And yeah, I
7: have a sunlight and also.
3: I love that. It's so good.
7: Some of the science is emerging. And part of what Upgrade Labs does, we have an app. So when you come in, we actually look at your cells and how your health is with a little electrical thing. And then we tell you, do this, then this, then this. So you can do a brain upgrade or you can put on muscle or lose fat or fix your metabolism. And doing it in the right order is really important. The bottom line, though, is if a lot of us, we only have a half hour of free time. I imagine your calendar is a lot like mine. Mm -hmm. So do something in that half hour. (laughs) And even if it's not perfect, it's better than what you were going to do, which was probably scroll around on social media.
3: Yeah, Mm. I'm all about multitasking, getting as much done in uh, as much, as little time as possible. I wanna come and check this out. It's at the Beverly Hilton.
7: Is it the Beverly Hilton? There's one in Santa Monica as well.
3: Okay, the Hilton one is right down the street from me. So I definitely wanna come (laughs) and check that out. I've been seeing it on social media, but I haven't actually been in there yet.
7: I thought when I said uh, the Beverly Hilton that it would sound familiar to you for some reason. I don't know. Yeah,
3: (laughs) just a little.
7: (laughs) Um, You said you wanna live to 180 years old
6: at least.
3: What's, Thank what's you for adding j- on
6: le- at least. At least. So, what is the goal age? Like, do you have a max that you're like? I think six hundred seems pretty realistic to call it quits. Or are you just will you just go on forever
7: if you have the opportunity? I want to die at a time and by a method of my choosing.
6: Hmm. Wouldn't that be in-
7: Enjoyable-ish, pretty scary to get to that point. when When I'm done, I'm done. And it's okay to say I'm done and that it's time to go. And I just have no problem with anyone deciding to do that, including me. I feel like there's a lot of really fun stuff. There's so many things yet to be discovered. And there's so many big problems in the world. We need to fix our soil because our soil is what takes carbon out of the air. I run an organic farm. I'm actually on it right now. We have sheep and pigs and cows and chickens and we're building soil because that matters. Uh, so we've got to fix that. The oceans need help. Uh, there's a lot of problems in society. There's a lot of trauma, a lot of anxiety distraction. All of those are hackable and we just have to fix the systems. And to do that, we have to upgrade ourselves. So my, my mission across all my companies, I, we're upgrading humanity. We're making ourselves stronger and better And my new coffee is called Danger Coffee. And the idea there is it's dangerous to be powerful and it's dangerous to be free and it's dangerous to just be full of energy. And it's dangerous because who knows what you might do, but what you might do is change the world. So I want Mm. more people who are dangerous because they're just so vibing with energy. And that's what I'm trying to build. I love that. So what is what's Danger Coffee? How many how many cups do you drink a day? I drink about three cups a day on the average day, maybe four uh, in fact, I just do it, you know, like this mm. and what it is, it's a new thing in coffee and it's lab tested coffee. That's free of the stuff that makes, makes you kind of tweak when you drink certain coffee. And it also has a bunch of trace minerals added because it turns out that the food that we're eating and if we're eating really good organic food, it doesn't have minerals that drive our life. Your bones aren't made out of calcium. They made out of 20 different minerals. So I add those back into the coffee. So even if you're not taking all your supplements or not eating the perfect diet, or even if you are eating the perfect diet, it just may not be in there. So when you drink the coffee, you're getting the minerals, and the minerals also detox you as you drink them. So it's coffee that does more for you than normal coffee.
3: I need to try this coffee. (laughs) Yeah, I'm
7: excited to try it. And the tagline is feel dangerously good. And I I really, I want a lot of people who are disobedient in the world because like, we feel so good. We're just going to do the right thing. I don't care if the rules say something else. I'm going to do the, do what's right. And it's time for that in the world right now, more than ever before. I agree.
3: We need more people like you in this world.
6: (laughs) (laughs) How do you take your coffee when you, when you do drink it? I feel like as the bulletproof and danger coffee, man, I think that's an important question to ask.
7: Well, I, I invented uh, bulletproof coffee, but I don't work with bulletproof anymore. I still the original recipe. I take some grass-fed butter and some C8 MCT oil, and I blend them into it. And it's creamy. It tastes like a latte. And we serve that in Santa Monica at the Upgrade Cafe. And the the idea behind that is that that special kind of oil that blend it gives you a massive boost in your brain. And it's it's kind of taken from Hollywood and the recording industry and pro sports. Uh, by storm over the last 10 years, this idea that what, if I had milk to my coffee, I don't feel the same as if I use butter and MCT oil. And people say it doesn't make sense. The science is pretty clear. Uh, but when you try it even one time, you're just not hungry. And I don't like thinking about food because I used to be really fat. And I used to have these food cravings all the time. Like what's for lunch? I'm going to die if I don't get a taco. I don't ever have those thoughts anymore. <laughs> and it's made a big difference for me.
3: Let's, how did so you figure great. that out? Like, that's so like, ran, just random to be like, okay, butter. Cause you, you would <laughs> mostly associate butter with like, Oh, that's so fattening. Like that's like what they tell you. But like, how did you discover that?
7: It was not obvious. I, I've been a raw vegan. I've tried all kinds of stuff and I went to remote parts of Tibet to study meditation with the masters. Cause I, I had a great career in Silicon Valley and I was just feeling tweaked and the normal stuff didn't work. So I was on the side of the holiest mountain in the world called Mount Kailash at 18,000 feet elevation. And I was feeling wrecked. And this little Tibetan lady gave me a a bowl of yak butter tea, which is tea with butter blended into it. And I'm like, that's kind of (laughs) gross. I drank it anyway. And five minutes later, I'm like, what did you do to my brain? I love my life. Give me more. (laughs) And that totally powered this 26-mile walk in the middle of nowhere at 10 degrees below zero. And I came back to Silicon Valley and said, I've got to try and replicate this. And it took a long time to figure out the right kind of butter, um, that coffee worked better than tea, but that the quality of the coffee mattered. And this other oil called MCT comes from the anti-aging world where I've run a nonprofit for a long time.
3: I love MCT oh. oil. I always put the powder like in my coffee now and tea and everything, it tastes good. And I feel like it really works.
7: You feel it in your brain. Did yeah. you get like a little bit more energy? Yeah. Yes. It's changed my whole brain. <laughs>
3: It's, it's, I'm so happy you discovered that because I, I really just, I know it's something that I really love just doing. I think it makes such a difference.
7: It, uh, it, it makes me happy that, that you're benefiting from it. Hunter, are you doing this too, or are you just being left out here? You know, I, uh,
6: I come from a family of, uh, uh, especially my father, where if I said, I'm going to put butter in my coffee, he would call me uh, a weird LA fool. Um, <laughs> but I, I did it actually. And I do enjoy biohacking as much as I can. But I'm also on the other side of the spectrum where I don't wanna lose any more weight. My goal is to put on weight and put on muscle. And so there are certain things that are obviously great for fat loss and everything like that and burning calories. But I I also have to be a little
7: mindful of that. So what what do you recommend for me and anybody with this issue? If you need to put on muscle, it's usually about eating enough calories and enough protein calories The problem is there's companies will say, look, here's a keto protein bar, but you turn it over. It's actually made out of gluten protein, and that's not going to work. So high-quality protein, and the best source of high-quality protein is grass-fed animals. So beef, Mm. lamb, uh, some fish, and doing that, and also eggs, if you're not allergic to them. um, Eat a lot of eggs, yeah. And you do that uh, instead of intermittent fasting for longer periods. You skip breakfast. That's going to help you. But then between noon and, say, 7 p.m., you're going to have to eat a lot and just make Mm. it taste really good and make sure it's got enough protein that and making sure your testosterone levels are high enough and a lot of guys if you know we're getting sleep disruption we're traveling a lot uh, eating too much sugar or just too stressed all the time you might be surprised i learned this when i was 26 my testosterone was lower than my mom it was down in the hundreds and that's bad for quality of life you will not gain muscle if not so i worked with a doctor to restore my testosterone levels how so what are the symptoms of maybe low testosterone levels not putting on muscle when you're getting enough sleep and exercising if you're doing mm-hmm. the things that are supposed to put on muscle and one of the things that we're also discovering now in the world of biohacking is something that we do at upgrade labs It's that the way that we've always exercised is we pretty much pick up rocks or we run away from tigers and that's all that you're doing you go to spin class that's tiger running you go to the gym pick up uh, pieces of metal those are really just concentrated rocks so with artificial intelligence algorithms, we can change the rate of muscle growing about three times faster. So you can come in and you can use the gear where a computer is controlling how fast the weight moves. It's not controlled by gravity anymore. And suddenly you're going, what just happened? I completely blew out my muscles in a very short period of time, but then they grow a lot, but only if you eat enough protein and you have enough testosterone.
6: hmm Great. Well, I now know what my biohacking is gonna look like for the next Couple of years,
7: yeah, definitely swing on into to upgrade labs, and if you're not going to do that, um, certainly lifting. But lifting really, really heavy to failure it makes such a difference,
8: and mm. it may not
7: take as long as you think. A new study just came out; they showed three seconds of exercise once a day uh, for people who didn't exercise at all increased muscle strength by twelve percent. This is a study out of Japan. Oh.
3: Three seconds
7: three seconds. It was basically, uh, if you're doing a curl, actually, I'll do it on my, my caffeine tattoo arm. So if you're you're doing a curl and you just lower the weight like this, but really, really hard for three seconds. And that was all you did for the day. Over the course of a month, you get it 12% stronger. So it's about getting a signal into the body. It's not about spending hours Mm -hmm. killing yourself at the gym. And so for people who are super busy like us, I just want my time back. If I could spend 10 minutes a week getting all my exercise in, I would totally do that. And that's the goal that I'm working on right now is how do I buy all of us our time back in the whole world so that our bodies look and feel the way we want, but we didn't have to take 10 hours a week to go make it happen.
3: This is Paris.
0: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp.
1: They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They
0: It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish.
4: Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or
8: wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: When you were just saying about how they lie on a lot of the labels, what do you think are some ingredients that, you know, people might not know are really bad for you, but, you know, they're kind of like advertising it as like, oh, this is so good for you.
7: Well, there's two of them that really make me mad. One of them is called carrageenan. And if you look at that nut milk that people might be drinking, you'll oftentimes find this Mm -hmm. in as as a kind of harmless sounding emulsifier to mix fats and water. But what it does is it tears holes in the lining of your gut, which allows toxins from gut bacteria into your body and then into your brain. So then you get brain fog. And it's just not worth it. It's going to give you food allergies too. And there are studies to support that. The other one is that there's all sorts of ingredients like spice extracts. There's 74% MSG by weight, and MSG causes food cravings. It does this in people so reliably that in the restaurant business, if you add MSG to a meal, even if it's not labeled as MSG, you'll sell 30% more on the average diner because they keep buying drinks and they buy dessert because their body wants sugar to clear out all that extra glutamate from neuroreceptors so hidden msg is a massive problem big food loves it because it makes you buy more big food unfortunately it wrecks your metabolism so i think we've got to get msg out of it and people sometimes say oh that's you know chinese restaurant or something but no the biggest users of msg by far are western food companies in packaged food so if it says spice extracts or other ingredients you don't. recognize quite often it's it's just hidden msg hmm. that's scary that's very scary it's mm. it should be illegal but it's not
3: i know I, I used to live in switzerland and one of my friends who is like like knows about like the whole food industry was saying to me he's like literally like more than like 80 percent of the food that you guys have in america would be like illegal here in switzerland and europe
7: Even McDonald's, if you look at the French fry ingredients in Europe, it's like potatoes and salt and oil. And here there's 25 ingredients, including like silly putty and all sorts of things that you really don't need. And I haven't figured out even though I run or I ran a, a food company, I don't understand why when they're putting it together, they feel the need to just throw all that crap in there. It's not good for us. It's not even good. Like, It's not good for the environment. Uh, All those chemicals go somewhere when we're done with them. And it's, it's just creating a mess and we don't need that in our bodies. What we need is we need people who, whose systems are running really clean because then your brain has clarity and focus. And then it's easy to resist the donut or whatever you're trying to resist. And maybe then you won't flip off that person in traffic. And this wave of niceness that's just driven by feeling good, it spreads.
6: Yeah. Dave, I have a question for you. This is a personal one, but I feel or personal about me, but I feel like it's something that so many people deal with. It's that brain fog that you mentioned. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. I used to have it horribly. And then I found out I had an intolerance to gluten and it fixed it maybe 80 percent of the way. Like my life changed when I cut gluten out of my diet. Um, And now I'll eat it. Literally, if I'm in Europe, I'll have some bread there because it's 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 at a good restaurant. It's it's a little different. It doesn't affect me as much. But I still notice brain fog even when I'm not eating the gluten. When so, And I'm sure so many people come to you with this problem. What are, the, what are the one, two, or three things you tell them? Hey, look, are you doing this? Do you look out for this? How can we
7: fix this? Thank you for talking about gluten. There are tons of people who don't have celiac disease. Gluten messes them up. Oh, and it's horrible. Me too. When I cut gluten out in my, my mid 20s, it was almost accidental. And my parents were like, Dave, your personality changed. And all of a sudden I was nicer. It's because mm-hmm. in people like you and me, gluten turns into gluteomorphine. It's like it's a morphine. So you feel kind of drugged and then you come off of it and, and you're kind of jonesing for more. Yes. And, and you get angry until you get more gluten. And it's highly addictive. And it's not something that's good for us, it's just something that's better than starving to death. So, first of all, cutting out gluten, yes. Second major cause is blood sugar swings. So if you're doing something in the morning or even just not eating enough food, this is a particular problem for women where if if you're exercising intensely and you're trying to eat a kale salad for lunch, there's just not enough energy in that. So no wonder you're having brain fog because your brain uses 15% of your calories. You don't have enough calories. It's like, okay, you did your best and then you're tired and then you feel stress and anxiety and you're putting you know, some chicken on that salad might actually make your brain fog go away. But mm-hmm. I would assume, Hunter, you look like you're you're eating enough. Mm-hmm. So it could be that you're eating something else like eggs that are common allergen and running a food intolerance panel. Or uh, my favorite one is the Viome test in Paris. I know you and Naveen, Jane, who's mm-hmm. a different, I'm an investor advisor in, in, in Viome. Um, that could tell you there may be just one thing in there that's messing with your gut bacteria. So figuring out your other intolerances is, is a big thing. And I'm going to plug a book I wrote a couple of years ago called headstrong and it hit the New York times monthly bestseller science book list, but it's pretty readable and it's everything you could possibly do for brain fog because brain fog was my life for so long. And it was really personal to write that book. I'm like, I'm going to get even with brain fog because it is not a part of my life anymore. And the other one is that MSG I talked about before. If you eat And within about 90 minutes of eating, you have brain fog. It absolutely was something in that meal. And if I had to guess, it was probably the salad dressing or the sauce, because that's where they Mm -hmm. hide it. Wow.
3: Yeah, I was going to mention Viome and tell you to do that. I just, I did it like six months ago and I, I have, they gave me all my supplements. I found out just like all of these things that you would think are good for you, like these vegetables, like aren't like it it's it just depends on the person because yeah. everybody's different like corn could be really good for you but could be bad for me or like even like cucumbers it was like don't eat cucumbers and it's just like all these things that i was eating before that i had no idea that weren't reacting with my body i now know because of biome and also like you said like your sure. biological age yeah, mine is much younger than it is so i love that
7: <laughs> but
3: it's really cool you can find out everything
7: It's Viome.com, V-I-O-M-E, and it's one of those things where, oh, this is what food does to the bacteria in your stomach, and if you feed the good guys, you don't have brain fog. If you feed the bad guys, they make a compound that crosses your gut barrier, and then it gets past your blood-brain barrier, and suddenly your brain is inflamed, and when your brain's inflamed, you just can't think, and even worse than not being able to think, when you have brain fog, you're way more likely to say something mean. So you know, a friend or a, a relationship or just some random you know, person at a supermarket, whatever, you're more easily triggered when you have brain fog. And I I didn't like being a jerk. And so for me, being nice is part of not having brain fog.
6: Yeah, good. Well, I will 100% do the Viome test and check out Headstrong. Thank you. Yes, you got it. I
3: want to get that book too. What other biohacking tips do you have for all of us listeners and Hunter and I?
7: (laughs) One of the other things that matters to me is, is that getting your time back and cardiovascular fitness is really important. And so what most of us do is say, well, I'm going to do, you know, an hour a day or I'm going to run for five miles or, or do whatever cardio we're going to do. And we imagine that the more we do, the better, but there's AI driven technology that, works in one eighth of the time and gets you more results than doing the normal cardio that we do. And what this is, is moving slower than you might think, like barely walking and going Mm -hmm. from that to full out, there's a tiger chasing me for 10 seconds, just 10 seconds, and then walking really slowly. So it turns out what makes your heart and your cardiovascular system strong is how quickly you can run from the tiger and how quickly you can calm back down. So. We use tech to train that at Upgrade Labs so Mm. that you can come in and get massive changes in cardiovascular fitness without sweating, without even having to change clothes. And it's an eight minute process. And I can do eight minutes a few times a week to get more results than doing an hour a day five times a week and sweating all over myself. I'll save my sweating for the sauna when I can be on the phone with someone.
3: Hunter, we have to go to Upgrade Labs together. Oh my gosh,
7: let's
6: do it. Maybe we'll do our next uh, pod post from there and give everybody an update on how we're doing.
3: Yes, with our dangerous coffee too.
6: (laughs) Yeah, we'll have a full day of it. Dave, it's been so lovely talking to you and and we really appreciate your time and your knowledge. And I look forward to exploring all of the biohacking you've kind of given us today.
7: Hunter, Paris, thanks for having me on. I love that you're talking about the world of biohacking openly. This is just the instruction manual for being a better human. And the fact that you guys are on the bandwagon for that, it makes me really happy. So thank you.
3: Thank you. We love what you're doing and we want the world to know about it. Cause this is amazing and it's really going to help a lot of people. And um, yeah, just thank you for doing all your research and all your hard work and making it possible for people to live to 180 or more.
6: <laughs> yeah. See you at Upgrade Labs. We'll see you soon.
7: (laughs) Thanks, friends. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye.
3: Thanks for listening to This Is Paris. We love hearing from you. So leave us a review. Send an email to paris at iheartradio.com. Leave a voicemail at 833-87-PARIS. And follow us at This Is Paris podcast. Bye, babes.
8: Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of Eve's Nightly Pop at Hunter March.